When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews Podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are we all? I am well. I had quite a scary experience, though, this morning. So, on weekdays, I go for a run and I have to go really early before the rest of the family get up uh, and the day starts. So, it's dark. And there's where I run, I leave one sort of town and before I get to the next little villagey town, there is, it's quite um, empty. There are no buildings, there's not many people, there are no cars. And so that's probably where I'm at my most scared. And I do scare easily, it's fair to say. So this morning, pitch black, I'm in this area, the wind was starting to pick up. And I have to admit, I was listening to something that I found a little bit scary on audiobook as I was running. Well, when I say running, moving faster than walking. Um, And I heard a noise to my side and I turned round and this huge grey thing came at me. And I just so freaked out. So I carried on running. I thought, come on, come on, come on, be all right. And then, no, come on, Philippa, have a look. So I turned round and had had a look and it was still there, this huge grey thing. And I just thought, what is going on? What is happening? Turns out it was the hood of my running jacket. So that was good. When I looked at what my heart rate did, because it shows it all to you on your phone, I went from fat burning to you're about to have a heart attack very quickly. So that was nice. So there we go. That was my morning. How was yours? Um, I've got some amazing books to talk to you about. I'm really excited to to talk to you about a few of them. Um, And there's quite a lot of content with these. So we're just going to focus on these books and really talk about them and see if they're ones that sound interesting to you uh, and take it from there. So the first book I want to talk to you about is one called Grandmothers and it's by Sally Vickers. Now, this book is due out on the 7th of November, so you should be able to order it straight away and it's well worth it. Sally has written um, other books, including The Librarian that I've previously reviewed and enjoyed. And this one is a standalone. Uh, As I say, it's called Grandmothers and it is a beautiful book. It's a beautiful book in all sorts of ways to read, but to look at as well. I don't know if you saw the post that I did when I received it, but it's a beautiful um, sort of duck egg blue hardback book with some gold on it and a beautiful bookmark, a lovely nameplate, a 
proper book and you just know that this is going to be an exceptional read and I would say that it absolutely is. So what it sets out to be is the story of three very different women and their relationship with the younger generation. Fiercely independent Nam, who leads a secret life as an award-winning poet when she is not teaching her grandson Billy how to lie. Elegant Blanche, who, deprived of the company of her beloved granddaughter Kitty by her hostile daughter-in-law, seeks solace in drink and takes to shoplifting. And shy, bookish Minna, who in the safety of her shepherd's hut shares with her surrogate granddaughter. Rose, her passion for reading. The outlook of all three women subtly alters when, through their encounters with each other, they discover that the past is always with us and that we go on learning and changing until the very end. Now, what's interesting is that I didn't read this blurb before I read it. I just knew that this was going to be a great book from the, just the, the cover itself. Don't judge a book by its cover, but yes, I did, and I'm glad I did. And from the other book that I've read of, of Sally Vickers, and I was not disappointed, but it's so much more that, than what the back says, and I uh, well, the blurb says, and I understand why they don't go into too much detail but for me it's a it's a story about women and connections across generations it's not about whether you have a blood tie to somebody but it's about the gifts you give younger generations and the gifts they give you and I don't mean financial I mean the gifts of of knowledge say from the older generation down and from the younger generation up the, the gift of fun of a reason to live of an interest of enthusiasm and how important particularly in this day and age it is for both sides of of generations the, the older and the younger to have these connections and just the the wonderful gift that they are it makes you think about you know on mother's day it's you shouldn't just send a card to your mum you should think about other people other women in your life that are that care for you and are there for you and uh, whether they're older or whether you're looking after someone who's younger or watching out for someone who's younger just to send them a card as well it does make you think this would be a glorious glorious Christmas present just again the the whole style of the book would would make it that but it shouldn't just be restricted to Christmas this is a, a it's a joyful book it, it's a very peaceful read I found myself immediately able to identify these three very different older women in the book I love their their joy for life yes they've got difficulties and, and each of them are dealing with that but they still they've got a, a unique sort of thirst for life and thirst for helping the the child that they're connected with and and to see all that the child can give the older person as well it's just an extraordinary piece of work it's um it's an easy read in that you know from the first page that this is a book that you're comfortable with do you know what I mean sometimes you start a book and you think oh am I going to like it and possibly after a few pages after a few chapters you're rewarded to think yes actually this is the book for me I'm going to keep going but with this one just straight away you knew you were in safe hands but it isn't a safe book it, it's quite original and very relevant as I say and it's just this beautiful relationship between 
the these sort of grandmothers and the the children that they're looking after, whether they are grandmothers by blood or by friendship. Um, but it's a, a book about women and some of the other female characters are not necessarily positive ones. The sort of the middle generation, the mums of the children, seem to get a, a bit of a bad time possibly. But then I don't want to give the game away. But some, anyway, I won't say any more. Read this book and give it to every woman you know and every man. I mean, everybody should be reading this book. And, and I think it, it's interesting about when, uh, um, if, if you're a mother and you have a son and they get married, um, that their spouse might not want you, the, the, you to be as close, that son to be as close to their mum as they were before. And it's just very complex how um, bringing someone else into the family can change that dynamic so very much. And that I'm probably being wrong just keeping it to, to a son I'm sure it applies to women as well it's just a different relationship so whenever you have a child and they meet a, a, a partner a spouse um, that can really change the relationship you have and this book is a warning to us all to um, to make the most of the wonderful characters in our lives and how we can learn from each other so that's Sally Vickers uh, and her book, Grandmothers. That's a, a nine and a half out of ten from me. Thoroughly enjoyed it um, and uh, a really powerful read. So thank you very much uh, to Viking Books for sending me that copy. It was just brilliant. Oh, and just the one other point about this book, what I really liked is that it's broken. Yes, it's broken into chapters, but also into sections. And those sections are the terms of a school year. So you've got summer term, half term, uh, autumn term, all of these. And I love that because it made me realise how much the uh, life of a grandmother, whether by blood or not, um, revolves around the school holidays. So if the child is at school, possibly the grandparent is picking them up after school, giving them a bit of tea, looking after them till bedtime. Whereas in the holidays, whether it's half term or summer holidays, that becomes a different uh, dynamic and they might have more time with them or possibly the child may, may be taken on holiday by somebody and so the grandparent actually sees them less it just depends but I loved that approach with it and breaking it down into the sort of the academic year I thought that was really unusual so fabulous now the next book I want to talk to you about is called Paper Girls 2 and this is written by uh, Brian K Vaughan and Cliff Chang but there's also a wider team you've got Matt Wilson who does the colours and Jared K Fletcher who does the letters and I think it's worth quoting all those people involved because they form a very important part of the book so this is a YA graphic novel um, and it's volume two I don't want to give too much away about it because that will spoil volume one for you as well um, but it's based on a group of girls who deliver newspapers and they stumble across an event and they're not sure what it is is it sort of aliens is it sci-fi what time travel what's going on um and they have to sort of work their way through it as a as a team it's something that you could imagine being a film but actually it's beautifully done 
as a, a graphic novel. And uh, as I mentioned, I, I read out the four names involved with the book, and I think it is worth uh, sort of praising them all because, yes, the script is brilliant and the drawings are super, but the particular style they use with the colours and the letters really adds to, to the experience. It's not a long read. I, I got through it in about half an hour, an hour, which possibly sounds really bad because these writers and artists have spent so long creating this amazing thing and then I just come along and said oh yeah read that in less than an hour must be the same for some authors who it takes years to write a book and then someone says oh yeah read it in three hours but I think if their experience of it is fantastic then then that's okay if someone said oh yes I, I read it in half an hour it was awful then I, I'm not sure that they got the most from it. But this has uh, stayed with me, which is the mark of a good book. And of course, I've had to order volume three, so that'll be coming along. Um, but I just I just like a graphic novel from time to time. I like listening to audiobooks and, and reading books as well. So it's just good to have a, a variety of it. Um, but that's Paper Girls, volume two, well worthwhile getting, but do start with volume one first of all. Now, the next book I want to talk to you about is going to be available at any point. So you can go and buy this today, which is very exciting. And trust me, you will want to. So this book is called The Closer I Get by Paul Burston. And this, wow, this is a book that really got to me. You've got, well, I'll read the sort of premise to you, but in some ways I think... It gives a, a lot away. But anyway, I'll read it to you and then we'll take it from there. So Tom is a successful author, but for the first time in his life, he has writer's block. His main distraction is an online admirer, Evie, who simply won't leave him alone. Evie is smart, well-read and unstable. She lives with her sick father and her social media friendships are not only her escape, but everything she has. When she's hit with a restraining order, her world collapses while Tom is free to live his life again and to concentrate on writing. But things aren't adding up, for Tom is also addicted to his online relationships and when they take a darker, more menacing turn, he's powerless to change things because maybe he needs Evie more than he's letting on. So that that sounds really interesting, but I, shall I tell you what got me and made me want to read this book? The cover. The cover is it's this beautiful sort of grey picture of a, of a part of a woman's face. It's as if she's turning to look. And in yellow letters, it says the closer I get. But then also it says some followers are fatal. And that's what hooked me in. Because I thought that we are in this age of social media where it's all about followers and interaction. And it sounded like the sort of book I just wanted to read. And I was not disappointed. Now, I haven't read any other books by Paul Burston, but I will definitely be reading any more that he writes. No pressure, Paul. Sorry, start writing. Um, and the book is about the impact of, on a writer of having to work in this day and age where social media is part of that. I know some authors choose not to um, get involved with social media, but most do, it tends to be. And you don't know when you follow someone or comment on something or like something, what how that will be interpreted by the other person. And that there are people out there who might take um, a retweet or a like 
as something very personal and make more of it than than is intended so it's about tom and evie but you don't throughout all the time until you get to the end i i just didn't know who was in the right and who was in the wrong and it sort of changed as i went through so i was constantly um in suspense i never thought oh i know that how this is going to end i was like, oh oh gosh has, has she got an argument or has he got an argument and it starts off in court I do love legal thrillers uh, this isn't a legal thriller I should say but it is a thriller and just with the, the court basing as well it was great um, it took me a few days to read it just because I've been so busy with lots of other things but that didn't detract from it at all I was able to get into it straight away just as with the grandmother's book as soon as I read the first page I knew I was in safe hands I knew this was a book that was well written and I would read it and enjoy it I, I didn't know how it was going to turn out what was going to happen how I would feel about the characters but I just thought no this is a book for me I I am fully sold on this book um i did start reading it on a dog walk which i think always helps to get into a book um but after that it's just been trying to read it when i can and i really really enjoyed it and um, the book made me feel very uh, un uncertain uneasy because um i do love to interact with authors but it it got me thinking because um, for example so recently I was at uh, Cheltenham Literature Festival and there were uh, quite a few crime writers there who I'd heard give a talk and they're all in this uh, rock band, fun-loving crime writers. And after they'd given this talk, they were then sitting, you could go and get books signed and they were all sitting together. And I went in and I saw them there and I thought, oh, I really want to go up and say hello because I, I love their books um and and i really want a photo with them i would love to have that that would be that would mean a lot and you know i was just too scared to go up so i just sort of skulked about by the bookshelves and then ran off thinking oh philippa just come on so it's interesting and yet if i have an interaction with an author on twitter it's easier because i don't need to say anything face to face um but then i'm very conscious of not taking up too much of their time not coming across as too too insistent um the problem is when i send a tweet or an email or a message in in most respects if i get a response i feel obliged to respond to that i don't know it's just something in me i think oh no they've sent me a message i should always respond and i can understand how that can start off as a harmless experience and then become something quite quite a bit darker not that i ever do that i'd like to say um but it does make you think and the more access you get to authors the more uh, literature festivals there are and with social media you can usually contact your author and get more of a, a full picture of them and their interests and their humor and, and all of that which is brilliant and it does make you more loyal to that author i would say but equally I just i'm very nervous about interacting too much and want and then they think oh well i'm not even going to follow them she's just quite strange uh, so it's just really difficult to know what's best and this book just amplifies it. it that is the situation that it really focuses on the relationship between a writer and a fan and while most of us most of us being fans of authors i mean they are the rock stars for, for, for me they are um do it in a very genuine way a hesitant 
uh, thoughtful, genuine way, there are some who are freaks, let's be frank. And Evie has her challenges. But all the time I was thinking, gosh, has she got a point? What's going on? Who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? And you're just given these little snippets as you go along by the author, Paul Burston, to, to keep you thinking, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know exactly what what the truth is, what has really gone on. And that's what makes it brilliant. And it was very timely because I was listening to a podcast uh, which is called The Honest Authors Show. If you haven't heard it, I really recommend it to you. It's um, done by Gillian McAllister and Holly Seddon, two fabulous, fabulous authors. And they talk about the practicalities of writing, the ups, the downs. They get all sorts of interesting people to be interviewed. So whether you're just interested in books or whether you are writing a book, I really recommend that podcast to you. And on the 23rd of October, their latest episode, they were talking about this. I mean, as um, young women they get sent all sorts of messages that just do not seem appropriate at all which i think is horrific um and they were talking about that but also the interaction first of all how they just can't they haven't got time to interact with everybody which i completely understand um but also how it can get out of hand how someone who appears to be quite normal and a fan um it, it it can go horribly wrong and and that's a that's such a shame but i suppose that's the case with all social media um you, you know you could say facebook twitter instagram they're all bad but it's just a few people who create that problem the rest of us are hopefully doing it for for the right reasons but also they were just talking about the sheer volume of messages they get and that made me feel sorry that that it's come to that so maybe there are us with sort of genuine questions or really genuinely wanting to have a, a tiny bit of interaction with them nothing freakish um uh, don't get that opportunity because there's just this volume of responses and messages that that they can't get through especially if they want to keep writing as, as we do so i'd really recommend that podcast and it ties in so beautifully with the book the closer i get so um i loved it it's it's definitely a nine out of ten absolutely fantastic nine and a half out of ten actually really good and i'll be looking out for more of paul burston's uh book so thanks to uh, arenda books for that copy it was just sensational so we have had a few books today we've had grandmothers by sally vickers we've had paper girls volume two uh, by Brian Vaughan and Cliff Chang. And we've had The Closer I Get by Paul Burston. Uh, three very different books, excellent reads, and really would commend those to you. So finally, I have a reader's question. Oh, crikey, why do I keep saying reader's question? Philippa. Anyway, listener's question. We're readers as well, I know. Um, and uh, Sam asked the question that I've always talked about books to that I recommend and I've touched on YA occasionally mid-grade but I haven't recommended a young kids book she's got a baby what would I suggest well I do have the book for you and I'm holding it in my hand and it's quite battered because oh this is a book that I've read to my children so many times and it's called Kiss Goodnight Sam 
by Amy Hest. There are a few in the series uh, that are all lovely. But this is my favourite. It's a board book and it's just about a nighttime routine. Mummy Bear is putting Sam to bed. Sam can't get to sleep and they have to go through their full bedtime routine in order to get Sam to sleep. It's a lovely bonding book to read with your baby. Um, and whenever I hear that anybody's got pregnant, anybody's had a baby, I buy this book for them. So I'm certainly doing my bit. It's just a joy and a treasure. Uh, very simple. I read it to mine when they were tiny babies. Obviously, they weren't fully aware of what, what I was doing, but it's just a book that we all hold as a family. A great attachment to. Absolutely brilliant. So Kiss Goodnight, Sam by Amy Hest. So I think we've covered quite a range of books today. I won't trouble you any longer um, and I'll be back again soon with more bookish chat. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.